0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversation, a podcast that's all in the name: good coffee with great conversation. Here's your host, Larry Vincent.
1: All right, well, welcome to the Coffee and Conversation podcast. I am your host, Larry Vincent, and with me uh, today is uh, someone I have known for for quite a long time. We we, we go back we go back uh, a couple weeks on Facebook uh, and in person about. 10 minutes <laughs> about 10 minutes uh I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself uh this is audrey audrey uh, introduce yourself a little bit hi i'm audrey i
0: am um now i'm stuck i'm from pittsburgh <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um, i live in pittsburgh but i was born and raised in new york uh moved out here with my husband. It's going on five years ago um, for better quality of life. Uh, New York's really expensive and crowded and dirty. (laughs) Um, So we decided to make a big move and come out here together. uh,
1: Is there any uh, connection to Indiana?
0: My husband does have family here. Okay. Um, We we did say when we moved, you know, if we were going to move out of state, that it was my idea let's go where at least we know someone you know um and not cuz he wanted to move to montana um, so we moved here there is family here so you know it's not like we were totally completely alone yeah and um since we've moved here we've made friends you know me through the community and him through work and so we've kind of yeah. you know made a little place for ourselves well
1: that's great that's great okay so uh, we're, we're going to talk, continue the series today on why you don't go to church. That's the basic question we're asking. But before we get there, we have to do our traditions, right? Uh, because the church is nothing if it doesn't have traditions. That was a little joke. All right, anyway, uh, that is our first sip. Now, there is uh, a, a wanted tradition of the first sip and an unwanted tradition of the first sip. And you happen to have both uh, because the first sip is supposed to be. The first sip of coffee between, you know, two friends before the conversation, and yet you are one of many, many guests on the podcast who do not want coffee.
0: <laughs> I just don't want coffee after five o'clock. You
1: know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm learning that. I'm learning that, and and it's just like. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm almost about to change the name from coffee and conversation to drink whatever you want in conversation. Or Starbucks. <laughs> no, I don't. I think I get sued if I used uh, if I used the S word. Uh, beverages. Uh, beverages in Convers- conversation. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you, uh, I, I asked you what you wanted from a certain store that which will not be named, uh, and you said, I don't know. I, I'm just going to bring my water. And I said, no, we, we we want to do this right. Treat you well as a guest, right? Oh. Uh, and so I made you order something <laughs> from Starbucks. And you don't even know what you have in front of you, do
0: you? I, I'm assuming it's a Gerberry Hibiscus Lemonade.
1: Gerberry. This is Gerberry. Gerberry. It's a, it's, it's a very berry hibiscus very with lemonade. <laughs> with lemonade. Uh, and you have not tried this yet. So oh. this is a true... First sip. <laughs> All right. Uh, the entire podcast world is listening with anticipation. Uh, I am uh, using my usual uh, blonde, flat white. So, uh, cheers. Cheers.
0: Thank you. Let's take our first sip. All right. Oh, All
1: right. <laughs> so what do you think? Really? Yeah. No, I want you to lie. Let's start this off right. <laughs> It tastes like a flower. Yeah. Is that a good thing for you?
0: It's um, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't
1: eat it. All right. I, uh, I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get along just fine, Audrey. <laughs> I have to
0: try
1: new things. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I am actually going to uh, back my mic up because I am making this really loud. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, you did the first sip. Drink at your will or don't drink at all. It's completely up to you. All right. Uh but let's go ahead and get into the podcast. Okay. All right. I, I, I am so glad that you're here. Um you know for the listening audience, I don't know if I've explained this yet in the season already. If if I have, well, you're gonna get it twice. Um I posted on Facebook on Brownsburg Chatter specifically, mm-hmm. um, which I think was a very brave move on my end uh, oh, posting yeah. anything. anything
0: on on the chatter pages. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sometimes, sometimes uh, chatter can be uh, can be a trash fire. Sometimes, other times it's really good. Uh, but I posted on uh, Brownsburg chatter and I said, "Hey, I'm looking for people uh, who can be honest and open about why they don't go to church." And I actually got a really good response. Did you? Yeah, I got like nine or ten people to respond. A couple of them bowed out uh, before, uh, before they came, but most of them who said they would do it have come and done it. And, and I've had some great conversations, uh, Audrey. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to ours today uh, because you seem to be a person who, who likes to communicate uh, and likes to talk, say what's on her mind just from the little time that I've gotten to talk to you so far today. Uh, so before we get into the answer of why don't you go to church today, let's get some background. Okay. All right. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your past, uh, as far as faith is concerned, mm-hmm. um, and you know, whatever religious identity you grew up with.
0: So I actually have so much to say about this. Um, and it's, it's all really interesting. So we'll see how much we can fit in, but... We'll start with, I was born into a Catholic household. Oh,
1: Roman Catholic? Roman Catholic. Hey, Catholic. fellow Roman Catholics in the house. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, my mother was brought up, you know, going to church on Sundays. She went to Catholic school. She yeah. would tell us stories about the nuns beating them with rulers. And yeah.
1: Did we have um, the same mom when we didn't know it?
0: It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. twins or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, So that's how she grew up, and when I was her firstborn, and when I was born, as the story goes, no one could agree on who my godparents would be, so I was never baptized. Okay. So growing up, my mom was not religious. She didn't force religion on us. Mm -hmm. In fact, if anything, I think she evolved in her own faith to um, looking at a higher power Mm -hmm. rather than, you know. Church or God or you know whatever, but she prayed. She was actually pretty spiritual.
1: So when she Um, prayed, who did she pray to? Did she pray to God?
0: You know, that's a good question. Um, I want to say that sometimes she did. mm -hmm. I think she recognized that God was her higher power. Yeah. Um, She was also in in AA. Okay. So for the the I don't know twenty years of my life, she that was her. That's where where she was. And, that's and the higher
1: power thing—that's part, of, that's the part process, of the AA process, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: Um, and so, but of course, she had her Roman Catholic background. So right. I'm I'm confident to say she's gone now. So I, I can't ask her. I'm sorry to hear that. By the way, thank you. Yeah. It's it's it will be 15 years this year, but um, she I'm pretty sure that her higher power was God. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I can say that she never. Forced us to go to church. Not, I, I don't want to say force. That sounds terrible at this point, so early in the conversation. But um, she would encourage us, like to do Christmas mass, uh, Easter yeah. mass, things like that. But it wasn't, you know, get up and go to church on Sundays. I mean,
1: force is a good word. I mean, because a lot of a, a lot of parents, rest, a lot of Christian parents, wrestle with this. Like, okay, that, well, I, do I make my kids go to church, or do I allow them to have their own choice in that? You know, and that's that's something that we all wrestle with, right?
0: <clears throat> but that's really interesting too, because yeah. if you're growing up in a household that yeah. has faith, yeah, you assume it's part of everyday life. It is, right? Yes, and that it's not. I mean, up until a certain age, I don't think it is a choice. Yeah. I think you're taken to parents. No, yeah. Right?
1: This usually happens around teenage years. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Uh, is where It's where a lot of families wrestle with it. And a lot of families have said, no, you know, by the time, most of the time, though, uh, when kids get to the teenage years, uh, if they have been going to church their entire lives and living that out, they have no problem coming to church as a teenagers. Right. Yeah. Right. But there are those rare cases and those, you know, uh, and, and it happens a lot in the Catholic church. If I'm being honest, right? Because, like, you know, growing up in the Catholic Church, I I knew this firsthand that a lot of teenagers just chose not to, yeah, yeah, for a lot of different reasons, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I th- can continue.
0: No, it's okay. Um, I don't think we were ever really exposed enough. I have a younger yeah. sister, so only a few years younger than me, and um, I don't think we were exposed enough. Our mom just wasn't, you know, oh, we have to go to church on Sunday. Yeah. And now, just to backtrack a little bit, my sister, who is younger than me, was baptized. Okay. She was baptized at birth because she was a preemie. Oh, okay. So they, she was actually baptized and then given her last rites because they thought she wasn't going to make it. Oh,
1: wow. Wow. So
0: it's interesting how I didn't get baptized because we had family disputes, and she did get baptized because of her situation at birth. Um. So, I don't know if I should fast forward so much, but...
1: Wherever you want to take this story, uh, as far as, so we can get an understanding of wh- what, how you came to where you're at today.
0: So, there, there came a point in my 20s, my early 20s, where I was with someone, we were dating, he proposed, and at that time, I think I talked to my mom about getting married in the Catholic Church. And so at 23, I got baptized okay. as, as an adult. And, the, you know, I did uh, the whole... Catechism? Th- yes. Yes. Um, I I felt like a complete outsider. Um, I've always loved going to church. Like, I don't have a problem going to church. Right. I don't, like, oh, no, the building's going to burn down. No. Um I, um I actually feel something when I go to church. But I think I kind of did it for her. Yeah. Um, and the the man I was marrying at the time, so sorry, I'm on my second marriage, um, but the guy I married at the time, um, he didn't care, Yeah, you know, so it was kind of me and my mom making this decision that I'd go get baptized and we used to go to church on Saturday nights and that was our thing. We'd go to Saturday evening mass at 6 p.m. Um, we did that together for a while and then, you know, I got married. In the church. Then I wasn't going to church. was so yeah. It was like I kind of did the whole church thing just for the wedding, it felt like. And um, about a year and a half after I got married is when my mom passed. Okay. And when my mom passed, I gave my last confession. I gave confession so I could receive communion at her funeral and, again, did it for her. Yeah. Um, and that was the last time I ever went to church.
1: So, what was that? What was that last confession like? I mean, I don't want into details, obviously. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> but. It was. It was. It was ob- obligatory. Yeah. I felt that. I felt that my mother would want me to take communion at mm-hmm. her mass.
1: Yeah.
0: And. I, I literally did it just for her. So,
1: out of the symbolic nature that you did it for your mother, was there any other benefit for you personally? No. Was there ever a time in your in your life where church was a benefit for you personally?
0: Well, like I had said a little earlier, I I never disliked going to church. Yeah. I had. I always had a good feeling when I went to church. Yeah. Um. I remember watching the Passion of Christ and crying my eyes, out. oh,
1: we all did man right
0: like i mean so i i mean there there was something there, yeah, there was something that that I felt, yeah, but I don't know, I guess the the my mom passing is probably what what just cut me right in half because she was you know she was a single mom, yeah, she raised us, and I was twenty seven years old at the time, and uh you know, my whole world was, was torn upside down. Right. And then of course my I struggled with well what kind of God yep. would take my mother away from me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Did you know, she did she pass in, in an unnatural kind of way? Or? She had
0: an asthma attack. Oh wow. And literally. Couldn't make it out of that. Oh, wow. You know, when emergency services came and, yeah. you know, did resuscitations. And I remember, you know, following the ambulance to the hospital. And, yeah. You know, when we got there and then pulling us in a room and just, it, I'd never experienced anything like that before.
1: It makes sense then why you would ask that question. Right. I think any one of us. Right. Would ask that question.
0: Like, why? Well, why? And... That- I struggled with this for a year. By
1: yourself or with others?
0: Probably more on my own. Yeah. I like to have conversations with people. I have a friend over in Pittsburgh who's who's a pastor who, you know, I, I talk to not very much in depth, but um, enough where, you know, sometimes I know the door is open if yeah. I really wanted to go talk to him about right. you know, going back to church or being part of a of a of a worship yeah um and I like to get other people's thoughts on it yeah you know why do you go to church or why do you go to church or what and uh, I think another thing I struggle with is I feel like I was almost raised to believe that Roman Catholics were so different than every other religion yeah they're really not right
1: (laughs) but I mean, they, they, there's, there's nuanced beliefs and, and you, know, who, you know, who we pray to, who we don't pray to. I mean, right. you know, those kind of things. But really, we all believe in the same Jesus. Right. 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 Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so I, I think out of curiosity and out of some self-exploration, I ask questions. Yeah. I'm just on, always on a quest for knowledge, but um, I haven't found my answer okay. yet. Okay. I think what I tell myself is as long as I'm a good person, mm-hmm. I don't have to go to church. Yeah, you know
1: that's. I mean, I understand. I understand. Obviously, I would disagree. We're not here to talk about that disagreement <laughs> in particular. Maybe another podcast and another time, Audrey. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I want to. I want to go back to this uh, this searching because uh, I'm very interested in it. Uh, because you said it was a lot of it was kind of self-discovery and, and things like that. Did you ever try to go to another church just to see what that was like for you?
0: No, the closest I've come is is watching services on TV. How did
1: that happen? How did that, okay, okay I, I have to know. Who did you watch?
0: I don't know. Okay, so we're not talking like Joel Osteen or oh, anything like goodness. that. Oh, thank goodness. No, no, no. Oh, my. I'm talking <laughs> about like like serious like public service channels where they're oh, okay. Actually, okay. Like, <laughs> Broadcasting
1: their math. It's nice to know them. a person who doesn't go to church knows the difference between Joel Osteen and actual Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, all, all, any complaints? I don't
0: live under that big
1: of a rock. <laughs> <laughs> any complaints can be emailed to Larry at CornerstoneRock.org. I <laughs> will be happy to have that conversation. <laughs> Very happy. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So so, uh, but we can we can you know admit uh, that it's there's a difference. Uh, between watching something kind of second hand because that 's what really what it is yeah. you know, and then first hand experience, so I guess the the question I have then is why not give yourself as a as a free thinker the first hand experience
0: i don 't think I just ever thought of it yeah um and it 's so funny. <laughs> I guess that's why I was drawn to have this conversation because I, for instance, you know, when we moved out here, I did explore, I see all these churches all yeah. over the place. Well, right. Where is there a Catholic church that I can go to? Yeah. And I think it's St. Malachy. St. Malachy is the only Catholic church in
1: this town, I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And I haven't actually made my way over there yet. It's yeah. been five years. But yeah. I had considered that. Yeah. Just going to church, going to mass on a Sunday by myself. Just, yeah. But I, I don't know if I'm being a procrastinator or if I'm letting other things get in the way, but I, I haven't gotten there. But yeah. yes, you're, you're right. Like, why not explore that somehow yeah. and, you know, go and see where you fit.
1: So as you, as you explored, you know, aside from the firsthand experience, as you explored these things logically, um, what, what hiccups, what roadblocks, besides what kind of loving God would take away my mother, you know, what other roadblocks were there uh when you were searching for these answers
0: oh my god um i after my mom died, a lot of things just went really downhill for me personally uh got a divorce. Um, I was in a really bad relationship after that, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't until five or six years after her passing where I started to get a grip on my own life. Oh yeah, Because yeah. I, I, you know, I had gone from being at my in my mom's home to being into in my husband's home, and none none of it for, was mine. Yeah. And so it, I had to, I had some growing up to do. Sure. Um, and becoming independent, and responsible for myself. So that took some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Church was the furthest thing. Faith in general was the fur- furthest thing from my mind at that time.
1: Because um, was it because you were just trying to fix your own? I think self? I was just
0: trying to get by.
1: Yeah, trying just, to survive.
0: And I, I mean, and if you think about how I was brought up, I yeah. wasn't brought up where don't worry, God's going to make everything okay, or don't worry, Jesus is going to watch out for you. Like I wasn't brought up that way, so. Right. That wasn't the first thing. It was I have to take care of me. I have to go work. I have to pay the bills, kind
1: of. Yeah. Look, you know? I was right. I mean, I was right there. I mean, I've been on. I've been taking care of myself since 15, so 21 years now, uh, and and I I completely understand that mindset, you know. Uh, and I and I wonder. And correct me if I'm wrong, because this is just a guess. I barely know you, right? Uh, but it almost sounds like here you you know you you grew up dependent upon mom. Then you got married and became dependent upon husband. Right to a degree, I'm not saying that in any kind of way. Uh, and then when you finally got free of the husband, right, and um, and your and your mom, you know, your mom passed, even though it was still something that you didn't want. There was still a freedom that you hadn't expressed, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, of course, church was the first thing from your mind because then that's leaning on something again.
0: Yeah, you could look at it that way. Um, although, if if I'm being honest. Had I thought, had I had that train of thought at that time, I probably could have used a community. Yeah. You know? Yes, you could have. And, yeah. No, and yeah. I, I totally see that. I, as I get older and I learn these things, it's, yeah. it's
1: amazing what happens. Isn't it funny? 20, hindsight's <laughs> always twenty twenty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, we moved here and I, I met people here and not from going to church, just from being, you know, part of the community. Yeah. Um And just having a sense of community and having that feeling that you do have some people you can fall back on or rely on or talk to or whatever. And I just, I went through a really hard time where I was kind of just figuring this all out on my own. So, yeah, yeah, it just, it wasn't, I probably could have used some church, you know, religion, faith. Yeah, right. Um, Faith is another (laughs) another conversation I could have too. Uh, just having a faith in something other yeah. than what you can see and feel, and right? Touch. Yeah. And how do you have
1: that? Oh, that's a that that is a good question.
0: That is a that's what I think I struggle with.
1: And, and you know, and I, again, we don't want to dive too deep, but I right. do want to answer that uh, because I think that's a common that's a common question, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and 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 I think that it's uh, I, I would come back and say that you can. Uh, feel and know and experience, um, you know, God and Christ, and well, we believe that Jesus is God, and you know, but to be specific, Jesus or the Holy Spirit or the Father, you know, uh, I feel like you can, and I have experienced experience that in my in my faith, uh, because that's what uh, you know. There's a text in the Bible; it's Hebrews uh, 12, and it says, um, you know, now that I'm doing this on air. <laughs> Faith is the belief in the evidence of things not seen. Belief in the evidence of things, things not, seen. not seen. You know, uh, and, and that is... Actually, that's Hebrews 11. Pod, <laughs> my podcast audience is screaming at me right now. It's Hebrews 11, you idiot! Yeah, uh, it's Hebrews 11. Uh, but that's what faith is. It's believing in things that there is evidence of. You know, what most people think about when they think about faith is blind faith. And, and, yes. and we don't... We don't think that faith is blind. As a matter of fact, we think that when you have faith, your eyes are opened, right? And you see the world for you know for what it really is, and you see God for who He really is. And you know, uh, and while every question isn't answered, you you certainly do feel a, a relationship with God. That's what we that's that's what we believe.
0: I that's a really interesting um, spin on it because I think I look at it being. I'll just I'll say as an outsider, quote yeah. unquote, just because I don't go to church, is that I feel like there has to be some kind of blind faith for me to believe in something bigger than me. Yeah. But I guess what's funny is I, I've had some instances in my life where maybe things should have gone really sideways and yeah. didn't, and, you know, I always... I always chalked it up to, you know, mommy's next to me and, you know, mommy's right. hanging around. Yeah. Not God. Yeah. It was, you know, my mother's doing or somehow divine yeah. intervention. Now,
1: what I, think, what I think, though, is that initial jump into faith is, is somewhat blind. And I say that kind of, you know, tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because you do have to consider the cost of following Jesus. You do, you do have to have a knowledge. You do have to, and knowledge meaning you have to know who Jesus is and what he's done for you, right? That's basic. Um, but there is like, there is that blind faith of trust that you have to take. It's kind of like Indiana Jones, right? When he's walking, a, when he has that large cliff, he has to get across, right? And he, and he has to believe that there's a ladder, that there's a rope bridge there. And until he steps on it, he doesn't really know, you know, I think that's what it is. But once you know, once you jump, then the faith it becomes more filled in and you start seeing, Oh, ho, 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 this makes so much more sense. Right. And, mm-hmm. And, and that, But that's the hardest jump to make.
0: I, I believe it is. Yeah. I feel that if you get there, maybe even for myself, maybe if I were just to get there and just make it part of my life, yeah. that I could get a benefit from it.
1: I, yeah. And, and, of course, I would agree with that.
0: But, of course, yes. From I would hope so. If I, if I, if I I'm sure you want me here on Sunday. I'm sure.
1: That is not <laughs> the point of this podcast, just to make that clear. Uh, I would love for you to be anywhere on a Sunday <laughs> yeah. where, where, that worships Jesus. Uh, you know, but yes, because I, not just because I, I, I believe that you know you're a number that that, that that benefits the church, but because I believe that the church is a living and breathing community that helps one another out right. and strives to connect people to Jesus. That's what I. That's why I love the church. I grew up without a you know without a healthy family. Yeah. You know, and, and the church has been my family. Um, you know, and, and I, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today had it not been for the church.
0: See, and that's, I mean, that's a, a beautiful thing in itself. That, And I, I like that we're having this conversation because you can maybe relate. Yeah. You, you happen to find your family. Yeah. You know, as, yes. as you yeah. traveled through life. And, you know, for me right now, my family is me, my husband, my sister, our dogs, Cats, like you know, that's my little bubble
1: that I live in, and that's a good bubble to have, yeah. But then you know, you expand that bubble, you know, and you find out that that bubble is way bigger than you could ever imagine. And that's I'm constantly finding those things out, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um, so okay, so <laughs> back to the uh, back on the trail,
0: okay.
1: Uh, which I, I'm, I'm loving this conversation already. How
0: long is this possible?
1: Because uh, <laughs> I'm done. I went I want out. Uh, they average an hour, uh, but uh, we can go whenever you're ready to go. No, no, no.
0: no.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, to go to go back to that to that that search and um, that community. Uh, you know what what prevents you? Because I'm, I'm I'm sure that you're still searching today for a better life, for answers to you know internal questions, those kind of things, right? Because that's from what I understand of you, that's who you are. You're a searcher. You're, you're a seeker,
0: mm-hmm. right? I oh,
1: yeah. uh, What prevents you today from, uh, from, from the church? And, and maybe I can ask the question a little bit differently. When you saw the church from an outsider's perspective growing up after your mom passed away, uh, what, what did you see that reinforced a desire in you not to go there?
0: Um. I don't I don't know actually um I think part of it could be that even after I was baptized and I was going to church with my mom um I still never quite felt like I fit there mm. I wasn't born and raised a Catholic you yeah, know like right 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 where, you know where I knew all the hymns and the songs and the the passages and mm-hmm. i I felt like an idiot every time they did, you know, peace be with you. And I, you know, didn't know what to do when you had to turn around and shake someone's hand. And, like, those little details kept me from embracing it, I think, as much as I could have.
1: Yeah, no, I get it. Because Catholic Church is really big on tradition, right? And if you don't know the words and the responses and the readings and, you know, what to say, like, they've changed some of the sayings now. I don't know if you know this or not, but they have changed a couple of them. And I always knew what I grew up with. And so, you know, when I went to a Catholic funeral and they did all this stuff, you know, they say, uh, may the Lord be with you, Mm -hmm. right? And your, you know, our response is, and also with you. you. But now it's, may the Lord be with your spirit and your spirit also. Right? And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when I, uh, you know. So when I said when I heard that at this funeral, I said, and also with you, everyone else is saying something completely different, <laughs> and you feel left out. Yeah, you feel left out, yeah. right? Yeah. Which, by the way, do you, you like Star Wars?
0: My husband does. Okay, a huge Star. Yeah, may the force be with you.
1: And also with you, yes. right? Every <laughs> I do every that every all time, time. <laughs> every time, every time I hear "May the force be with you," I say, and also with you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we do that in my
1: house. But yeah, I could feel, I could see why you know in a Catholic church that that is kind of you know blown up a little bit. You well, know.
0: yeah, and even, you know, you have to go to confession. You're yeah. supposed to go to confession. Yeah. Well, why can't I just talk to God? Why do I have to tell it to a priest behind a wall? You know, like, yeah. that was always a little iffy to me.
1: Well, there's a whole the section of Christianity that agrees with you.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're called Protestants. I, yeah,
0: I I heard, I had a Protestant friend years ago who used to tell me, I don't have to go to confession, I just talk to God. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I have to go to confession. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, I always felt dumb doing that because I didn't know there's a certain response to the priest when he, you know, when you're, yeah. when you walk in and when you walk out, and when he gives you your, your penance. And I
1: never did confession, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I, maybe three times total at this point. But, yeah. Um, and I think, so with all that being said. Yeah. I think I, uh, I think I've been more open-minded as I've gotten older and. After moving here and seeing all of these options, yeah. there's a church on every
1: Literally. road. Literally. Yeah.
0: And, you know, maybe it's a non-denominational church that I can go to. Or, you know, I, it's not out of, out of the realm of possibility for me. It's just not something I've pushed myself to do, you know, lately, yeah, recently.
1: So, so the numerous options help you?
0: I think it does. Yeah. Um, and not because I need to be in a certain denomination, but maybe to see what works for me. Yeah. Obviously, Roman Catholics doesn't work for me. Yeah. Right. It's, right. It's not. I've thought about going to mass and I'm like, oh, but I don't know the words to that, you know. Yeah. And that for some reason would stop me instead of just being there and experiencing right. the joy of being in church or at yeah. mass um so yeah i think you know having options is definitely you know see where you fit see what works for you maybe you visit one church on this sunday and another church on this sunday and i know no one's gonna kick me out you know like <laughs> you don't belong here <laughs> we haven't seen you before you better leave um so i i think that that that's an option for me
1: okay so let's, let's say you, you um, consider and actually go to a church. It doesn't matter what church it is, okay? Um, you know, and you walk through the door. What would you hope would happen? Uh, what, kind of, what kind of response are you looking for?
0: I would hope that no one would notice me, that I could stand in the back row mm-hmm. and just observe mm-hmm. with, you know... The- you have a book of hymns or songs. I, I see. I don't know how it works. It's a projector now. Oh, okay, there's projector this. screens now. All yes. Okay. It,
1: it, it's a. It's a. It's it's quite the. Uh, quite the uh, concerts in some places.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I. Yeah. Some. Some places are a whole big event. Other yeah. places are just okay. Let's just do mass for a half hour. Yeah. Um. I would. I really just want to observe. I yeah. think. I think I'm at that point where I. I haven't figured out. Yeah. What I want, obviously. Yeah. Um. And I would just want—I—I I don't know that I would want attention.
1: So, so let me let me just push back a little, okay? So, imagine you walk into a church, everybody ignores you, right? No one says hi, no one shakes a hand, none of that. Or, you know? Well,
0: a smile, like, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you can acknowledge well, my existence. But you don't have to be like, oh hi. You know how we don't want. You, I don't know. <laughs> so, in other words, you don't
1: want to be treated like uh, like a project. You wanted to, you want to be welcomed as a guest. Yeah.
0: Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so
1: that so you know so that would mean then you walk in you're greeted by you know some individuals who're out the door because we post people at doors. Yes. All right. Yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you know, hopefully, smiles and you know, you get people to say hi to you and ask you who you are, where you're from, those kind of things. You know, it's basic questions, but then. You know, uh, where's the where's the line draw then? Because I know that's not what you meant.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, a hi, how are you? You know, a smile, yeah. a, a nod, yeah, a you know, friendly face. But just I don't know.
1: You don't want brochure shoved down your throat. I don't want a brochure you don't want order. people to tell you that you know I, why they love the church. I
0: don't want to be invited to the picnic next week. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You yeah. can invite me to picnics. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, I just, I would want to observe. Yeah. And then, and, but this is also my personality.
1: This is a lot of people's personality, Audrey. Is this, is, it? Yeah, it is. I
0: mean, there might be some people who need to be yeah. drawn in. Yeah. To, you know. Um, so it, it, I would say that I think the the people in the church should probably read their guest, you know. Um, but then, of course, you can't kind of put that on everyone else. so. I mean, if I, if I wanted to be drawn in, you know, to the community, I'd probably make an effort Yeah. So, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, so what I'm hearing from you is you want a friendly environment. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't want to be pressured. Yes. And that's fair. Fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I mean, that, that's what churches strive to, to create, mm-hmm. you know, um, a friendly environment that offers, you know, little pressure. You know um, for at least a first time visitor, you know right? yeah. you know uh, but what, let's say you like the church and you're, you're going for a while, you know, how would you want that relationship to change
0: I would probably i mean you know if you have um worshipers come on, you know, every Sunday and I guess someone's going to notice that that new person came back. Yeah. Right. And the new person came back again. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would probably want to make an effort to introduce myself to people. Yeah. Um, and then I guess at that point, if you're seeing me come back yeah. over and over again, then yeah, sure. Let's talk.
1: What does community look like inside of a church for you?
0: Um, hmm. Probably get-togethers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm making an assumption. I'm gonna Please go do. With, I'm going to go with Bible study.
1: Yes, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. I know thing. it's a thing. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, I don't know, gatherings. We actually have this great little thing we do in our community at the park. We have game night. Mm-hmm. It's not religious. It's not affiliated with the church in any way, but it's a community event. Yeah. And But even something like that, I'm sure...
1: We do those kind of things, too. Churches do, family fun nights. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah.
0: Um, just you know, a way for people to get to know each other in a relaxed environment. That's yeah. not, it doesn't necessarily have to be oriented towards religion or right. religious study at that yeah. point. Yeah, right. Um, and then, of course, you can have your more formal. Yeah,
1: the, of- the, the church term is fellowship events. Fellowship. Yes. Fellowship events. <laughs> Uh, and, and yes you' are you're exactly right I mean those are really good for wait for people to come in and check out a place before kind of diving in you know into the the religious service part of the whole thing right mm-hmm. um, you know one of the one of the um things that we hear so often uh, from people who uh, have an outsider's perspective is is that that they are that they want um, openness and um, you know, uh, they want people to be real and to struggle you know, and let them know that these things that you're experiencing are what everybody experiences. Oh
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: What would that look like for you?
0: A judgment free zone. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, everyone is different. Everyone mm-hmm. has struggles. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is from the same socioeconomic class. Yes. You know, yeah. um, we don't all look the same. Mm-hmm. It's just you don't want to ever, no one ever wants to walk in anywhere and be thought or think or perceive that they're being looked at or judged.
1: Do you, think that's a, do you think that's a problem in the church today? No. No.
0: From the people that I've encountered in the last five years living out here, yeah. everyone that I've met, no matter their religious belief or denomination or whatever, have I ever felt judged?
1: Great. Yeah. That makes me very happy. <laughs> that makes me very happy. Um
0: even us having this conversation. Yeah. I don't feel like bad that I don't go to church. Yeah. Like you're, you know, um like I had mentioned earlier I have two friends, a, a pastor and his wife and um over in, in Pittsburgh who I didn't meet by going to church i just met Mm -hmm. by chance and they're the loveliest people that you've ever met and never once has made me feel like oh if you don't go to church you're you know yeah you're not saved or right um yeah i've never been made to feel bad
1: so let's only ask this about you um you know just as a because you triggered a question um would you say you have a relationship with god today or you don't have a relationship with god today so let's let's separate that from the church experience right and just say do you think you have a relationship with god
0: i have a relationship with the universe okay i think that probably sounds really out there to anyone who's in you know religious mm-hmm. um and i it's not like you know Oh, you know, I, I can't even think of the, the proper term for it because I'm not that far out there. It's just that I try to put out what I want to receive back.
1: That's actually a very biblical idea.
0: Well, so I've heard. <laughs> but you haven't seen. But I have not seen.
1: Well, let's so. talk about that for a moment. Okay. <clears throat> because I, I, I figured there might have been something. Right. <laughs> uh, so what is that? What, explain that a little bit more
0: just treat other people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Um I'm I try every day to be grateful for something in my life that's good. Yeah. I keep my complaints to a minimum. Mm-hmm. Um I don't ask for things. Um I try to be charitable. Mhm. And you know, if I have Extra resources, and I know someone can use those resources, no matter what they be, mm-hmm. like you know, food, money, whatever. Right. Um, I'll do my best to pay it forward. Yeah. Um. So the, those are my my morals, I and, guess.
1: And do you do you think that the church is weak in those areas?
0: No. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: Well, I'm, I, what I, what I'm trying to figure out is what do you mean when you say that uh, the church um yet yeah, you're told the church acts this way but you don't see it
0: well i i i'm sorry so maybe we were on the wrong wrong wavelength as you said that yeah. the idea of putting out into the universe what you want to receive back was biblical yes so i've heard that right. term right. but i don't know what that means
1: so it's love others the way you want to be loved Oh, the golden rule. The,
0: well, yeah. yeah, So treat others right. The way treat
1: others know. the way you want to be treated. Treat it.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's what it, that's where because I what I thought you were saying was yeah I'm told that Christians should act this way. Oh, but no, they no, don't.
0: No no, 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 no. I didn't mean that.
1: Okay. No. Well, I'm glad oh, I'm we clarified. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, no, no. You don't have to apologize. No. This is why we have conversations, <laughs> right? Because there is a, there there is a, sometimes uh, misconceptions lead to division, right? Yeah, and, and we want to make sure we clarify what we mean when we say things, and, and that's why I want to make make sure that that because that's that's not how i heard what you said and so i'm glad that we could no i I,
0: I took it as it's a biblical concept yeah. but i'm i'm using it differently yeah. and yes so i didn't under not that i would i've i've not seen any oh well, despite the chatter pages <laughs> aside from that and i don't know who goes to what church but yeah jesus is watching no. yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, it's like I that.
0: Made g- it funny. If you want to scratch that, you can. No, like, no,
1: because you know? it's like the me. It's like the meme I saw on Facebook. Like <laughs> I, I, I've been reading your Facebook posts. Y'all are going to get a Bible and a dictionary for Christmas. You ever <laughs> yeah. see
0: the one where Jesus is poking out yeah.
1: behind the doorway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that, that's some good stuff there.
0: But uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I haven't had any. I've had one person. One person, and she was actually a coworker, and I don't even know how we got into the conversation. It was a couple years ago. She was said something, you know. I, I think I mentioned to her that I, I don't go to church and I have a hard time with faith, and she's like, it was almost like she was saying, "Well, if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior," and I remember her saying those words, then mm-hmm. you're not saved. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, okay, so well.
1: <laughs> okay, so that there—that is, is the Christian doctrine, right? right. That says that the, Jesus in the Bible says that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one gets to the Father except through the Son, and and, and so it's a very uh, restricted kind of you know, like you have to believe in Jesus in order to be saved. How do you, how do you, how does that how does that hit you when you hear that?
0: I don't believe in uh-huh. a kingdom of heaven or yeah. hell. All right. Um, so for me, my belief is just that there, there's some kind of afterlife. Mm -hmm. We float around as energy, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe nothing, maybe nothing at all. Um, but I like to believe that there's something past this. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's, you know, fluffy clouds and.
1: Oh, we don't think it's fluffy clouds either, by the way. Um, nor are there angels with harps. Uh, there might be. I, we don't know. I mean, I don't know so that part. I don't get a halo, don't I? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just—I don't have that vision mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah. I just have—somehow after this, there's something. We just don't have any clue
1: with You know, and so, I, you know, I, I, I've heard this before, right? You know, where people is like, well, man, how can you say that only Christians— Are the ones going to heaven if there is a heaven, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, my answer is always simple. Like, it's what the Bible teaches, right? As I can only, as a Christian, you should expect me to follow my teachings, uh, the teachings of Christ, right? And so, you know, yes, Jesus says plainly uh, that, you know, I'm the only way to get to here, right? Right. I'm the only way to get saved, right? And uh, and so that becomes a very, um, you know, a, a very I, I don't know closed-minded or, or restricted kind of way of, of of faith right
0: is it a touchy subject
1: uh, not for me
0: but what for, what about people who do come in yeah. and maybe aren't sure
1: well we don't so it's the, the, there's a difference between beating somebody over the head with the bible <laughs> Right, which I think as, as Catholics, we kind of grew up with. Yeah. You know, the fear of God. Yes. Right? Well, yeah. Um yeah. And, and, and there's a difference between that and let me show you the scriptures. Right. Let me show you what I believe. Right. With, with the freedom of you, for you to choose. Like, I can't, it's like that old adage, I, I can lead a horse through the water, but I can't make him drink. Mm-hmm. And so I see my job as a Christian, not as a pastor, as a Christian, to, to lead people to what I see as the truth from the Bible and say, okay, now you make your decision. And, and, and you know, I know, the, you know I'm one of five ministers in this church and I know every one of them would, say the, would, would agree with me when I say this, that if, if, you, if you see everything that we believe and you disagree with it, we still want you to come.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Be- because what we believe is that if you seek the truth, you will find the truth
0: at some point
1: yes you know there's this bible verse that says ask and you shall receive seek and you shall find knock and the door shall be open to you right uh and so we believe i'm not afraid of these kind of discussions i'm not afraid of debate i'm not afraid of 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 sharing uh you know different viewpoints because i believe that anyone who seeks god with all of their heart will find god right Uh, and so whatever that whatever that looks like whatever that means uh you know uh, i believe that that's through jesus christ Right I believe that that's through the death and resurrection, right? Um, and I believe that we get the Holy Spirit when we get saved and, and, and our lives are transformed. I believe that, right? Uh, and I want others to believe the same, but I'm not going to force it down their throats, right, right? And I think that's, you know, I, I think that's what the church is about today, you know, not beating people over the head, but saying, "Hey, just check it out.
0: Well, yeah, there's been a, a huge evolution, yeah. I think, in, in the church and religion in general. Yeah. Um, I, I will say I think the Catholic Church has a bad reputation for teaching that their God is a vengeful God. Yeah. You know, that you'll be punished, that you have yeah. to give penance. That, yeah. You know, and that, yeah. that makes you live in a, in a state of fear yeah. for your religion, which isn't healthy for anybody. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the whole idea of being open-minded, just, just having an open mind towards believers and non-believers. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, never going to hold it against anyone who believes, and I would want, not want that person to hold it against me for maybe not.
1: Right. There's a difference between disagreeing and condemning. Right. You know, um, it is not up to me to condemn anybody to hell. It's not. Um, that's God's role and God's role alone, mm-hmm. right? Um my job is is to love people for who they are for what they do and hope that they come to Christ to change their life. That's what I do what I do. And I think that's why the church does what the church does. Now, I granted some churches get it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um you know, Westboro Baptist is a is a famous example. You know, if I were to
0: they're, come on, you yeah, can't even, I, are they really even, that's
1: the thing. I, I, and I go, and I, and I say that all the time. I don't even think that they can be considered a church because they're can. full of hate.
0: I can't take them seriously.
1: You know, no, but they take themselves seriously. And the people who follow them take them seriously. And that's they're, a shame. yeah, it is very much so. <laughs> and, and, but even on a smaller scale, I, I, I have been to churches that, that, um, will act that way behind closed doors, just not out, you know, just not out in the front. And that fakeness, is, it, it just drives me nuts, right? Have um, you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but this is why we strive for um, a, a, an authentic Christianity. What we strive for is the, the genuine love of God and sharing the genuine love of God to everybody, regardless of who they are or what they've done or whatever. You know, mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: and so that's that's kind of the hopes of the church today.
0: I understand that, and i I would play devil's advocate. Oh, please do. Just to say that, and I think this is where believers and non-believers. I'll would put them in two clean categories. Yeah,
1: yeah, because that's how it works. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Just just for illustration Right, right, right. Versus, you believe in. Loving people, like you yes. said, loving people, letting them be the best that they can be, and yes. accepting everyone. I believe in that too. Mm-hmm. I just don't go to church. Yeah. And I don't believe in a God.
1: Well, that, that so. And th- so
0: that's that's where I think that some. It, that's where the divide is.
1: Yeah, because we would say that while the desire to be better exists within everybody, the actual ability to be better can only come through God. That's what we would say. So that there's this creator of the universe, right, who sent his son to, to live our lives, to die on the cross, to resurrect from the grave, so that we could have the Holy Spirit within us, literally. We believe that literally, right? Uh, and that that, that that transformation would cause us to be the people that God created us to be from the beginning. And, and that's not something that we can do by our own ability or by our own power. Because we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. No human is perfect. And I'm not even here to say that Christians today are perfect. Right? Um, But it is something that we can work towards with the help of somebody else. Like God.
0: So, yeah, I was going to ask that question. So is it that there has to be that greater power behind you? Like pushing you?
1: Yeah, it's just like a physical therapist, right? (laughs) If I break my leg you know, um, I, am going to need some help Mm -hmm. and I'm going to need somebody who knows what they're doing. You know, I'm not going to go to the other guy who broke his leg. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just not, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I know people say that God is a crutch for a lot of people. I believe God is a wheelchair. Like I, I I can't walk without God. I, I, I need him to make me better, you know? Um, and, and that's what, you know, uh, even despite my still imperfections and, and crap that I have in my life, I believe I'm better off today than I was uh, when I came to Christ as an adult. You know, uh, I, I, I see that change, you know, and and that's what I, I, I see that as God pushing us. And I think that I, without God, I wouldn't be like who I am today.
0: I just, I, and this. That, that's why I find these conversations yeah. so incredibly interesting because I envy your belief. Yeah. Like, I want to feel that. And all I have in my head right now is just doubt. Yeah. Doubt, doubt, doubt. Like, how, how, how can you believe that? How, why can't I just be who I want to be and, you know, yeah. be a good person and not have to, you know, believe in God or Jesus? And I'm, I hope nobody at home is screaming. Right if anyone's screaming, they're screaming at me. <laughs> but like, it's 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 really hard for. I think it's I don't know if it's harder for someone who just wasn't raised that way, or I I don't know. You know, I don't
1: I don't know. I'll I, I, you know I'll give you my uh, my short, very short um, you know lifespan here. Uh, growing up in the house that I grew up in, uh, you know, and uh, and not being not feeling that love of a parent or anything like that, going through addiction. um, You know, I I was making a mess of my life. You know, I I wanted connection so badly. Right. And I looked for it in everything else, but God, because we were Catholic. I mean, you know, and I'm not trying, I'm not here to trash Catholics. I love Catholics. There's a podcast just a couple episodes before (laughs) where we talked about the difference between Catholic and Protestants with a good friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, but, uh, you know, but that's how I was raised as a Catholic by name only, yeah. right? Um, and, and I was looking for these connections everywhere. But it wasn't until um, my brother came home after he got saved and showed me love and took me to a church where people showed me love without wanting anything from me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's when I was hooked. I was like, yes, this is what I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, the church has not been perfect for me. I've been stabbed in the back before, you know. To be completely honest, by people in the church, mm-hmm. um, that hasn't happened here. But at other churches, I've been a part of. But I, I, I know that that God's church is the true church. Is where people can go to feel loved and appreciated, and 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 you know uh, better.
0: Can I ask you a question? By all means. Do you? Have you ever
1: been part of a 12-step program? Uh, I am right now. I have not been part of a 12-step program. Um, I, I, uh, I took care of uh, the addictions that I had um, through, <laughs> through the military. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're in the military, you don't have access to that stuff as much. Um, and uh, I, you know, right now, uh, I was diagnosed about a year and a half ago with PTSD. Oh, uh, and uh, I have... But I, I've been getting support through the veteran community, okay. you know. So like I have an AA, but it's not for AA; it's for PTSD. You know what right, I mean? Like right, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and and God is actually bringing so many people into my life in the church who have the same issues that I have that are helping me out. You know, and that's what I love about the church. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not that I couldn't get this outside of the church, but it's different in within the church. Well,
0: that, and that's what I was kind of asking, yeah. and only because in my In our household growing up, we had more experience with 12-step programs than we did with the church. And when you say that your brother showed you and brought you in and and showed you love, from what I understand of the the programs, is, is that they do the same things, right. but they don't. I mean, they do say God is your higher power, but it doesn't have to be God. It shouldn't just be a higher. Which power. is funny
1: because originally it was a it was God, it was God yes. right? And so, so what we're doing, what we're basically telling everybody is, is go to the original source. You're not not right now. AA and NA, as great as they are, I love I, I love these programs. Uh, they are now secondhand mm-hmm. to the actual source, mm-hmm. right? And it's yep. just like it, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to offend anybody, but we're treating NA and AA like the priest.
0: Yeah, in some cases, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and when instead we can say, "I'm going to use I'm going to use God," and I'm going to, and I'm, not only am I going to use God, but I'm going to go to NA and AA with God instead of using it to get to God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get God and then you, and then go to that.
0: And why are all the NA and A meetings held in churches? Right,
1: right. Yep. Uh, You know, nowadays there's this thing called Celebrate Recovery, which is a Christian version of AA and A. Okay. They kind of went back to their roots. Uh, It's a really good program. We have one here in Hendricks County. So, Um, Any final thoughts?
0: Uh, This was really interesting. Um, Very thought-provoking. I'm glad I did it. It's kind of outside of my comfort zone, but I really appreciate the openness to have the conversation and um gave me some things to think about
1: awesome all right well uh, thank you for being on the podcast uh for our listeners out there uh if you liked what you're hearing today please uh you know like us on facebook through the cornerstone christian church uh uh, facebook page share it with your friends uh you can go to our website cornerstonerock.org for more information on the church or um, you know, to to get to the actual podcast page. Please, please, please like us on iTunes. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We have, this is our third season, so you can binge listen all you want uh, to the Cornerstone Christian Church podcast. It's, it's called Coffee and Conversation. For those of you looking you can find it on iTunes or on the um, uh, the uh, uh, the Play Store if that's that's probably not it the Google music app I think actually is what it is but just google us you'll find us no worries there okay if you have any questions or comments or anything like that you can email me Larry at cornerstone rock.org all right well that will do it for the uh, for the Coffee and conversation podcast peace love and soul
0: Bye, bye.